Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. Today is April 8, 2021. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Ready Newman PC does conduct Zoom conference calls every single day. If you are listening to this in any other media, you can check our timings at rnlawgroup.com. For those people who are in the Zoom, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hand and you'll be announced with your name to ask a question. Leo? Hi. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I have a question. Like, uh, uh, I have downgraded my application from EB2 to EB3 and my priority date is January 2012. If in October the dates are moved and if my A140 does not approve, so that will be delayed, no? My green card process. Absolutely. Absolutely. You cannot be given green card because the underlying I-140 was never approved. Okay. So if I apply for premium processing, I heard that... uh, they are rejecting if they don't found the I-140 EB-21. Not, so, not, not all the time. They're only rejecting sometimes. Okay. And when they but reject, you, you don't lose, you don't lose anything other than the FedEx charges. Okay. Will you reapply that one if they try one more time? Yeah. Yeah. There oh, are people okay. that we have applied six times, seven times and that got, got accepted later on. Oh, that would be good. Okay. I will consider that. One just normal question. If we have, suppose, two employers and two different H-1Bs, do I have to meet both privileging ages? They have to meet their privileging ages? Are you working for one company or two companies? Two companies, but two H-1Bs. Which which prevailing, so green card prevailing wages you're speaking? Which privileging wages? H one B. Their H one B privileging wages. So, did you file a concurrent H one B? Ah, no. There's a separate one. Do you know what a concurrent H one B is? Uh, I mean, same position. Are you, sir? Are you working for two companies or one company? Working two companies, two H one Bs. Did the second company did he file a concurrent H one B or a regular H one B? You know what it is? I th- I think regular H-1B. No, you can't think. You can't think. You need to speak okay. with them. And you need to have uh-huh. a consultation. You need to have a copy of the H-1B petition to speak. You can't think. If you don't have a concrete H-1B, you're working for two companies. You're violating your legal status. But you don't, okay. you said you're thinking. So, you no, you can't think. I can't answer based on your thinking process. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I need to know concretely which way the application has been filed. Next person, okay. please. Okay, Hi, Rahul. Uh, so I have completed my associate's degree in US in 2019 and I'm mm-hmm. currently I'm working and pursuing my master's 
and i'll be graduating in december so mm-hmm. i'm currently with employer a and my h1b got picked with an employer b mm-hmm. and um, i have like two questions my first question is that can i ask the employer b which i'm not working with to withdraw the h1b petition like i got picked up will there be any mark on my profile you know if next time my h1b gets picked so you got picked up with employer b but you don't want to proceed with him yeah if i don't want to proceed with him will will i be having any consequences in future uh, no 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 i'm not expecting any problem because of that okay and my second question is that if i go with employer b you know and uh, will there be any consequences because uh, my h1b got picked with a masters cap but i don't have a masters degree currently i just have the associate degree that i completed in us and i know uh, it would be an rfe first time but uh, no no wait 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 did yeah. you com- when are you completing your masters degree uh, december this december 2021 ah you have to withdraw this how did you file in masters degree i mentioned that i don't want to uh, file with the masters just in a general quota but he has done with the masters degree with right okay with right sure. sure okay thank you that's an error that's done that's okay it's not a big deal okay sure thank you rahul siddharth siddharth am i am i audible now yes you are siddharth hi uh, yes thank you rahul and hope everyone is doing good my question over here is like uh, i am in a situation where in my h1 is valid till june 2021 but for a reason mm-hmm. while i entered us uh, the immigration officer gave the i94 dates as my passport end date which was august 2020 uh, due to some reasons when my new passport came uh, in july august 2020 i could not travel out of country and return back uh, which would have reflected my i94 based on my uh, i797 visa dates that is this june 2021 hence my employer said that we would go ahead with extension mm-hmm. so i have a question over here like uh, uh, that extension is converted to premium now uh, and is still in progress uh, so that would, that 240 days would be completing in the next uh, next week mm-hmm. so i just want to know the consequences over here uh, uh, on my on my legal status when did when did, when did when did you said your visa is expiring a uh, visa is expiring june 2021 okay well we can you can do one thing i mean okay go ahead with your question let's go ahead with the question so so my question over here is like would there be any legal issues uh, for my stay as well as on my work based on i94 date well right now if you get your h1b extension denied um if your h1b gets ex- extension gets denied you you have to stop working and you have to leave the country okay Okay. Anything else? And uh, uh, and if uh, and if it is still in progress, like uh, if 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 it comes to RFE and uh, the 240 days quota would get completed, uh, in that case, uh, well, you can do one thing. I mean, you can go outside the country and come back right now. You have an I you you can then withdraw that H one B file another H one B if you want. Okay. So, but 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 in that case, uh, would there not be an issue while my current extension is running on and uh, my I ninety four was expired like long back? That's fine. While it was pending until it was it was fine. It was pending until it was pending until you left the country. So you're in legal status. I don't see that as a okay. problem. Okay. 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 So there would be That's only good. problem when when the uh, extension would get uh, denied and denied. Uh, that would be a problem. Right. Okay. It's when get denied, you have to leave the country, and then you have to get a fresh H one B before you come back into the country. 
Okay. So whatever the I seven nine seven and current visa is there, that would that would not be considered. If it gets denied, if it gets denied though, um, you cannot just go outside the country and come back in. The reason is that once you are in unlawful status for one single day in this country, your passport visa becomes invalid. You cannot use it. That's the reason. Okay. If you leave okay. before this is denied, you can come back. But once it's denied, you're unlawful present. at least for one or two hours and that's enough for your visa to get cancelled okay. automatically okay. let's go to the next caller sure. please likita thank you please sir uh, sir i have a question my husband is a physical therapist and we filed for an adjustment of status in october and i haven't we haven't received any notice or any news regarding that uh, is there any updates for the physical therapist for the adjustment of status when you say physical therapist did you guys file the downgrade application or straight yes. application Uh, downgrade application from EB two to EB. Um, can you email me at Rahul at RNLawGroup dot com? I will yeah. get back to you because Emily knows the information. She is a lawyer for for it. I forgot what she told me on it. Um, I forgot what she told me on it. Uh, drop an email to me at Rahul at RNLawGroup dot com. I'll respond to you. Okay. Definitely. Thank you. I have one other question, sir. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm an engineer, so once we get the biometric and get the EAD, uh, do I have to wait till we, my husband's I-140 get approved, or I can start? Yes. With? Yes. Your husband's I-140 is a little bit different than the rest of the I-140s, though, um, because physical therapists are exempt from the labor certification. You already know that. so the way that it works for the physical therapist is quite different than that of the other people i don't want you to use the ead until i140 is approved okay okay yeah okay then. i'll send you an email regarding that sure thank you ma'am imran achil hello sir uh, i have a question i i filed uh, 485 adjustment of status advance payroll uh, ead back in october i have not received mm -hmm. biometrics anything yet Uh, mm -hmm. due to some family situation i have to uh, i have my uh, h1b until uh, not the visa stamp but it uh, the approval notice until 2023 i uh, i due to some family emergency i have to uh, travel um, in the next 2 to 3 weeks um, my question is if i travel uh, will my advance payroll 485 and ead will be abandoned and if i am outside the country and i get my fingerprint appointment over here my wife will be here what should i do uh, okay. if i let's if go, i get let's my go info first step pass, first step yeah. let's go first step um your for it when you so you have your h1b stamped in your passport right now no sir i i don't have it so you will have to go outside the country and you're going to get the h1b stamping before you come back now your for it find your i765 is not abandoned however your i131 which is advance parole is abandoned once you come back into the country you can apply for the i131 again your 485 will continue as it is so even if i take my emergency advance parole by info pass appointment my well if you take the emergency parole then then your parole is already cancelled anyway so you're going to use the emergency par parole to come back into this country no uh, if i so i am taking uh, so if i take my emergency parole then my the the existing parole which i once you leave that, the country once you leave the country while the parole is pending that parole is no longer valid 
The parole is called advance parole. That means that before you leave the country, you should have it. And, and don't live in the pipe dream that you're going to just go to the USCIS office. They'll put a red carpet to you and then give you an emergency advance parole. Uh, sir, I, I, I did that, sir. Uh, uh, I, I went there on Monday. They checked all my documents and they said that we can give you advance parole uh, emergency on, on the base of the documents you have prepared, uh, you have uh, okay. submitted. But uh, do you want it? Are you traveling tomorrow? I said, no, I'm traveling after, uh, after two weeks because I'm waiting for my son's uh, uh, passport uh, to come. So they said that, okay, I have oh, yeah. seen your documents. That's fine. Fine. You're, 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 you're lucky to get the advance parole. Go ahead, take it. But your existing advance parole is denied. Once you come back, file one more advance parole. What's the big deal in filing one more advance parole? I don't know how long this advance parole validity they will give it. They may give it for one month. They may give it for two yeah. months. I don't know how long they're going to give it. Yeah, yeah, they said it's time bound. But if I don't use no. my advance parole while coming back and if I can get my H-1B stamped, then then also my pending advance parole, which I filed in October, that is Yeah, that it's going to be canceled. It's, it's going to okay. be canceled. What's the big deal about it? Just file it again. It's $0 filing fees. Okay, sir. Okay, then. the next column. Okay, thank you. EAD will be fine. EAD will be fine. Okay, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Rahul, sir, for doing this. Uh, so my situation is that my wife has an EV3 with a priority date on June 2015, and I have a June a January 2016 EV2. Uh, mm -hmm. But we had also filed an EV5 uh, in November 2018, and we got uh, the 526 approval just earlier this week. So mm -hmm. my question is, do you think it is worth waiting uh, by September, October visa bulletin 2021? Uh, is there any chance for EB3 2000, uh, June 2015 will be current then based on filing date? And then would my wife be able to file uh, the four, uh, 485 and then probably even get I got it? your point. I got uh, your point. I got your point. You don't want to, you don't want to spend $900,000 get a green card that's only valid for two years. Um, yeah. And you don't know what's going to happen when the conditions are going to be removed, how the businesses are going to run. That's a good choice though. Um, it's up to you. I mean, definitely you can wait until September to mm -hmm. see if, if the things move and you will find out in September whether things will move or not. If not, you can file the adjustment of status with the EB-5. That's one step that you can do. The second thing, is a little bit more aggressive and expenditure is that you file the 485 application right now with in EB-5, but maintain the non-immigrant visa. Don't move on to that one. Yeah. And then file a 485 one more time in October if the priority date becomes correct. Okay, that's great. So you can file an EB-5, uh, uh, sorry, you can file a 485 uh, two times if you don't- Two times. So if we go back to India uh, and uh, come back, say between now and then, we use our H-1B to come back. Even if yes. we have filed the 485, it should work. That is right. That is right. And we don't- Although I'm, I, although I'm leading a little bit more towards not filing adjustment of status at all, but there's nothing wrong. It's a little bit expenditure part of it. Nothing wrong with it. You have a lot of money anyway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was not 900,000, it was actually the 500,000. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Sure, Thanks. no problem. Yeah, it's 900,000 became later on, but you, you got into that. That's good. You're good. Thanks. 
I mean, yeah. you you can file for it five and then maintain non-immigrant visa and file for it five again. Or if the things don't come in, you know, you stay on this for it five of the EB five. And we need to file the seven, uh, the seven six five and one three. I one thirty one or just. I would file. I would file irrespective of. I would file in both the cases. It's because it's it's no there is no filing fees for. It. Okay, and when we come back, if we go to India and come back, we use always always uh, only use the H one B. Once use the adjustment of yes. status, you cannot move to the EB three adjustment of status again. Got it. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Thank you then. Next question. Hi, sir. Thank you for giving this opportunity. <laughs> um last year i came to us on b2 visa sir and because of covid i have applied for change of status to h4 my wife is mm -hmm. on h1 this year mm -hmm. my uh, my application is still pending and i go, i'm a physician and i got uh, accepted into a residency position and mm -hmm. they are going to sponsor j1 my question mm -hmm. is while my uh, application is still pending with the uscis can i travel to india to get j1 stamped you can you can legally you are allowed to your your h4 is automatically denied your h4 is automatically denied once you leave the country okay. because a change of status change of status is abundant if you leave the country and you can apply for the j1 visa there there won't be any problem sir because of uh, abandoned application no no the problem is not because of the abandonment but j1 visa has always a requirement to show that you're going to go to your home country once your education once your purpose has been achieved so sometimes it becomes tough for people who are married with the h1b um to get a j1 visa but in particular though in particular though for the physician residencies though is this is for residencies right yes i'm not i haven't seen a denial yet for j1 visas yet and okay. you know that you have a uphill battle once once you complete the residency on a j1 you know that yes yes to get years. rid of j1 is a is a tough thing but as such i haven't seen any denials of the j1 visas for physicians even under your circumstances where your wife is here on h1b okay my i94 expired last year it doesn't matter sir but you filed for the h4 and you have a before receipt notice before yeah. it expires so you good i don't see any problem in that okay thank you sir thank you very much next next person please suresh ravela yeah uh, thanks rahul giving me this opportunity my question sure. regarding i485 rejection actually i filed on october 27th uh, uh, concurrent filing uh, means no eb2 to eb3 uh, down port and mm -hmm. concurrent filing uh, mm -hmm. this office or uh, incorrect processing it is got rejected uh, on december 31st mm -hmm. and i refiled again on january 15th Mm -hmm. uh again second time it is got rejected because they are not available that's what i got message what options i have that is first question and second question my son is going to go 21 years and next november 15th uh, so shall i apply b1 and uh, next one uh, b1 and f1 um first thing is that um your i140 is still pending right it's not pending it is got rejected because uh, they are saying visas are not available if the visa is not available the 485 will be denied not i1 i140 though i140 accepted second time thank you so i140 is accepted your son is age is getting paused there what did you say is your priority date uh, my priority date uh, 
Uh, October, um, February 2nd, 2012. Okay, that's very tight for your son though. But one thing is that your I-140 is accepted right now. I definitely mm -hmm. want you to do the F1 visa and B, 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 B2 visa, F1 visa right now, mm -hmm. and B2 visa in before November, before year 21. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. Yeah, and then wait for the priority date to become current and file the adjustment of status. There is no way we can uh, reapply again. Yeah. You can try. You can try. They're accepting mm -hmm. sometimes. You can try again. I'm not telling you not to. Okay. So because okay. of this processing error, we cannot do anything on that. Then. Right now, I, I that's the only thing is that you can, you can retry it. Uh, but mm -hmm. go ahead and file the EB2, uh, sorry, uh, uh, F1, and then also B2 before he turns 21. And mm -hmm. his age is getting delayed because your I-140 is accepted right now. And you said okay. your I-140 got accepted in, in February. So his age is getting blocked right now. He's not aging right now. He's so if the priority date becomes current, final action date becomes current, you'll be very lucky. And then you can file that adjustment of status. Even if it crosses November, Mm -hmm. Even if it turns 21 plus, you can still file the adjustment of status if the I-140 is pending for a long period of time. And you know how to calculate the CSP ages, right? Yeah, now it is uh, EB2, means my EB2 downporting is pending. So that uh, month is going to add, add it to my son's age, right? That's right. That's okay. right. But I hope EB3 becomes current for you now. Okay, okay. If it is current, his age is going to get logged, right? If his final action date becomes current, yes. You file the adjustment of status, then he'll is Afterwards, if it is retrogressed also, the age is going to get locked. Yeah, but there's one other condition. I-140 also need to be approved. Okay. Which, which I don't want you to do premium processing right now. When mm -hmm. the final action date becomes current, I want you to file the adjustment of status and do the premium processing at the same time. Okay, okay. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Next person, please. Hello, uh, so, yes. so, uh, so I am on my STEM OPT right now. Uh, so this mm -hmm. is my last year of STEM OPT. So this expires in Feb 20, uh, next year. And uh -huh. uh, so I filed for my H1B and it got picked. So, uh, so it's like uh, right now uh, I am working for company A and uh, mm -hmm. my H1B got picked by company B. So technically I'm not an employee of B yet. So I mm -hmm. just wanted to know, uh, so if I want to file, process my petition for company B, uh, do I have to be an employee of it or, or can I just, uh, you know, process it and then if it but gets technically, up, technically, you don't have to be an employee of the company to process the H1B. Technically, you don't have to. Okay. So, so can I join company B after uh, uh, my application is accepted? Right. You can, you can. That's what a lot of Tata company people do. They're outside the country. They process a H-1B. They cognizant on all those people. They file H-1B. Once they come here, they join the company. So there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. So in that case, then can I give my uh, company A documents for processing uh, my uh, petition? Like my pay stubs and all that? Yeah, you can. Absolutely, you can. Pay stubs, you can. Like like I have no, inf no kind of... Uh, like I all my documents, whatever I have, are from company A. So... Uh, so I, I hope that shouldn't be a problem for processing. No, that should. No, the, the, your degree certificate is not. Your degree certificate is not from uh, from company A. 
your passport is not from company a your identity for is not company a the only yeah. thing that you have from company a is the pay stubs and that's it there's nothing else no other document is from company that your resume and pay stubs that's it that's it yeah that's it yeah you can provide it absolutely so that, no, not a problem uh, so if so assuming that you know my application is accepted uh, by uh, by uscis for company b so like uh, uh, and say that it's accepted before 1st of october uh, then can i process a transfer to company a or do i have to join them and then uh, i transfer it to it would be it would be in the best interest if you would join company b before you move to company a what we are noticing is that some of these company b's i don't know i'm not telling your sis um they are they filed number of people in the duplicate applications and these people get criminally prosecuted and some of these people operate from india and they take the money from people you know who wants to file duplicate and if their number get selected they charge a lot of money and they disappear to india so if your company is not that kind of fraudulent company though you should join the company and then after two or three months you can move on to company a if it's a fraudulent company i recommend you don't even go with them okay so technically okay, uh, uh, how many pay, pay stubs do i need before i move three months to- i would recommend i would three three months let's go to the next caller leo thank you sanjeev hey rahul uh, thanks for yes. uh, just to give background of my case i am right now on eb2 i140 approved with a priority date of uh, january 2013 Mm-hmm. uh last year i could not because uh, uh back in 2013 we moved my i mean before that my ebit was filed with the title of uh, project manager and uh, when we moved back to india four years back uh, we thought we were settling there and i within the same employer i switched to a different title it's not a natural mm-hmm. progression title but it's a kind of considered as a parallel stream uh from manager to architect when i then i came back in 2017 and last year last october november when i was trying to downgrade i was told though it's in the same sock code uh from employment perspective uh, job perspective i might need a new perm and uh, i was advised not to downgrade because it will be rejected uh, oh come on so come I, on if it's i would uh, the, the, some of the soc codes don't even exist when you when you filed in 2013 to right now um you can downgrade yourself into your entire application if you are in a higher level position hey i'm getting the green card i don't care i'll be a chaprash okay but i want my green card right uh, the company or the lawyer is somebody is not cooperative i mean they i mean listen to me i'm a senior lawyer but mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't want to be with immigration lawyers all the time i just want if 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 i get the green card i want to go with junior lawyer i'll be a junior lawyer right what's wrong with that so uh this question mainly came when i filled that form and i said my title changed they said your title you know in some form it was mentioned mention all the roles that you you know or jobs job title so but so what now what what is changed right now is different once you get the green card i'm going to go back to the lower position right so for example right. i'm a lawyer let's say mm-hmm. ready anyone pc file a green card as a lawyer now i get a job somewhere else i'm working as a software guy or within the same ready anyone pc i'm doing software profession and then hey your title has changed that's fine once i get the green card i want to be the lawyer again okay if that's what is agreeable with the company and you then you should have filed the downgrade application okay so that's what i'm working with my company right now and uh, if they agree uh, can i downgrade right now and wait for september if it becomes filing and file for it for at that time 
You can, you can. But but one problem that I have is that do you need to downgrade? Because who knows, EB2 might move forward. My problem is if they downgrade it, what if EB2 moves forward? Will they say, yeah, let's file a 485? Or will they say, no, we downgraded. Now we can't move you to EB2. Yeah, knowing my employer, they are that kind. Right. So, knowing your employer, what? I mean, they, they, once they downgrade, they say you stick to that unless it gets rejected. Oh, come on. Yeah. So you, you, you may not want to file a downgrade application right now, if that's the case. Uh, you may want them to be willing to downgrade, but don't downgrade it right now. Wait until the things get there. And then if the down, if the EB3 moves forward, you downgrade. If not, you just go with EB2. Okay, so you are, you're but but listen, I have another question. If the position has changed, do you think so they're going to file an EB two green card or not? Um, can you repeat that question? Sorry, you said the pos the pos there was some change of position. That's the reason they didn't file the green card application EB three. Mm -hmm. What guarantees do I have right now that with this position that they're going to file the adjustment of status even if the EB two becomes current? Right, that's what I mean. Their uh, their suggestion their Given I have now multi you know multinational manager, they're saying you want to consider EB one. I can do EB one for you, but uh, you know EB one. No, still I, I want to be a Chaprasi. Give me the green card. Okay. I'll move to the Chaprasi position. That's what I'm telling them. So okay. I'm trying to work with them. They're pretty by books. Well, there's and... nothing. There's nothing I, I can do, buddy. I mean, you have to work with the company. Uh, if you have to be flexible, which seems to be that you are flexible. If your company is not flexible, there is nothing. You know, you have to, you know, you lose the rung, uh, ring in the dark, you can't search in the light. You have to go there or leave the company, go somewhere else. Let's go to the next caller. And Divya Vakti. Hi, sir. Um, so my H1 got approved on uh, October 2019 till February mm -hmm. 2020. And after that, mm -hmm. I filed for extension and got approved till uh, 2023. And then mm -hmm. on October 2020, I got intent to revoke notice saying that I'm not getting paid above the LCA rate. And also they mentioned the client that is uh, the wrong is, name. So, uh -huh. Okay. So we have submitted all the requirements, all the documents. So it's been like four months. Uh, and so my question here is that, so while it is still under review by USCIS, can I go to India in this situation? And go stamping? Yeah, I have to go to stamping. Uh, that's going to be tough. Um, I need to look into, is it a complete, uh, where you, where you're getting less paid than, than that of, of the LCA? You address the end client, uh, you address the end client as different. What about the payment? Were you getting less paid? No, no, I'm getting all the uh, payments. So why did they, correct. why did they said, why did they said intend to revoke that you're getting less paid? Um, I don't know, but I have all the proofs. And all the W-2 forms, correct? Somebody need to review the intent to revoke and the response the company has made. Because if it is a complete error by the USCIS saying that you're getting less paid, it's a complete error that the USCIS is telling that it is, uh, it is a complete error that the USCIS is telling that, uh, that you are working for the different client which you are supposed to though. Then... I'm fine in you traveling right now and going for the stamping. But if there is any scintilla of doubt that I have, 
I would definitely do not want you to go. And if you really want to still go, maybe change the company to a different company, get an H1B with a different company, and then go. Let's go to the last caller today. Let's try to give a chance to Manoj again. Go ahead, Manoj. Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Just a quick question. I'm in H1 and uh, working from mm -hmm. home completely due to the COVID. And we are moving mm -hmm. to a house uh, is, which is three to five miles from my current address. Do I have mm -hmm. to change the address in LCA and file an amendment? Your previous H1B was filed with this apartment address or house address you are in? Yes, yes. Absolutely not required to file any amendment if you're moving within 10 miles now. Okay. And uh, my GC is like uh, in EB2, last year only they filed the priority date is just January 2020. But everybody, mm -hmm. my friends who are all filed in the same batch are trying to downgrade to EB3. So you think it's, it's is it the right time or I don't know? Um, I don't think so that if I were you, I would not downgrade it right now though. As long as your employer is flexible, unlike the other guy who was there, his employer was completely inflexible and very bad company. No one to name the company, even if he wants to. But I'm just doing, as long as your company is willing to do it, I would not do it right now. Okay. Um, did they do the downgrade for the people in October of 2020 for the employees? No. Why not? I mean, uh, yeah, for uh, people who wanted to do on October 2020, they did, yes. Right. Oh, yeah, then you don't have to worry about it. They did for okay. those people. They will do it for you. I would not okay. do that extra expenditure right now. We don't even know if the EB2 is going to move or EB3 is going to move. It's very hard. It's like LA, Los Angeles traffic, you know, if you've ever okay. been. I don't know whichever line I am in, it never moves. And then I move to the other line. Guess what? That just stops. Yeah, so that, that's... I don't uh, know. Yeah. Yeah, but, but as few long people as are moving, is so, building, yeah. uh, it's not, yeah, they're in both lanes now. So it's not, I wouldn't do it if I were you. That's, I'm not telling they're doing wrong, uh, but I wouldn't do it if I were you. Uh, thank you, guys. The next um, com, uh, Zoom conference will be Friday at 3.30. Uh, Sorry, guys, if we can take all the people. But you can make an appointment at any time at rnlawgroup.com. You can make an appointment with me at any time, guys. My schedule is open there. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.